Welcome to the Dr. Mike's Universe podcast. This podcast is a place where I share my stories, my thoughts, and my interests. It's also a place you can come to have a good time and maybe learn a thing or two along the way. So thank you so much for being here. And if you haven't already subscribed, please smash that button now. All right, let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Boy, do I have a surprise for y'all today. So today I have the very first guest on the new DMU podcast. Uh, she's my dear friend, Dr. Emmeline, and she is amazing. Uh, her insight into manifestation, law of attraction, positive energy, all of that stuff she gets into in this podcast. And I mean, she's dropping so much wisdom and it was a fun podcast. And so I really hope you enjoy it. Uh, just real quick, a little background. I met Dr. Emmeline at the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine uh, when I was a student there. And, you know, the moment, the, the moment I met her, uh, the room lit up. I mean, her energy, her good vibes, everything. She's just one of those people that brightens up the room. And is just so her outlook on life is just so empowering uh, and positive, and it makes you motivated to to share that type of outlook. So, guys, I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, or if you have any questions for Dr. Emmeline, I provided all of that the links to her socials and everything in the description. Um, but yeah, so let's get on to the show. Hope you enjoy, it, guys. <laughs> I know I'm crazy. Okay, we're, so we're live. So you, what what are you doing right now? You're you're saging. Yeah, I'm, I was saging the space just to set the intention for today. There you go. So are you? What's your space like right now? Like, what's the setup you have going? Uh do you mean like where am I? Am I at home? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's uh? Because you you're setting like the atmosphere and like what's yeah. the mood right now that you're trying to oh to get? okay 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 so the mood that i'm going for is i always set my intention for anything that i'm about to go into um so i'll kind of get into a reset mode because this is the next task that i'm going to do so i just made it very zen like since we're going to be talking about law of attraction, happiness, how to stay positive, you know, and I feel the only way to truly be able to do that is to kind of reset yourself and stay in the present moment. That's really cool. That's yeah. Really, what, have you always done that or like, did, where did you learn how to do okay. that? Okay. Uh, let's see. How did I learn how to do that? That's a really great question. I feel that I started to be a lot more conscious of doing all of this, probably my third year. That's not true. It was actually before school, before med school. So I'd say around 2013 when I was always so stressed about school, like school was always just a huge stressor in my life. And that's when I started kind of digging deep into different types of meditations and breath work. And from there, 
whenever I would be stressed, I would do a particular breath work called the four, seven, eight breath. Have you heard of that? It's um, Andrew Wiles breath. So is that much? Oh, go on. Is that a inhale for four hold for, or is, yes, that, is yes. that, how does it explain it? Just so, so, I'm butchering so it. you inhale four, hold seven, and then breathe out eight seconds. And you do that for four times through, and that helps you to just also try to bring yourself back into the, you know, parasympathetic mode. So you're, you're in a calm, calmer state. So I had to do that pretty often, um, even before med school, because I was just always so nervous about, I guess, the, you know, the future. I think mm-hmm. that was my big thing growing up was like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And I didn't really know how to be present until I found this type of breath work. And from there, it kind of segued into meditation. And, and yeah, I think after that, it just kind of snowballed into seeking, wanting to go more introspective and learn about myself. And yeah, where I am today, you know? Nice, nice. Yeah. So when, when you set a room, so you're, you're obviously mm-hmm. doing the, like, are you doing a quick meditation? And then are you, and like, cause when I hear setting the room, I feel like obviously like you're rearranging the room to some degree, like you're maybe moving objects in and out oh. of areas. And, but I don't know, I don't, is that like, what does setting the room look like for you? Like, are you doing a meditation and then just like adjusting things or? Yes. Uh, in some sense, yes, I am making sure that the area is in a space of flow. I guess like that would be, I haven't looked into feng shui that much, but I'm assuming that's similar to what that means. It's just kind of creating an open space that's clear and in an allowing type of space, you know? So Mm -hmm. there aren't like a lot of blockages, like the chairs and the tables are where I feel are most, you know, comfortable for me. Um, And that the space is just inviting an opening for whatever is to come. And when I say setting the space, I also am not only clearing the outside, but also making sure internally I'm ready for whatever is to come. So for me, I always call upon, you know, I believe in greater forces and I will ask, you know, my own spirit guides to just allow what is to ever, like what is to be transpired to come out freely and openly in our conversation. So it is really about uh, setting the intention both externally and internally. Nice. I like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. You, and then you sage it. Well, yeah, I was just, I mean, that is something that I just love to do. I kind of just clear, yeah, clear the air. If there's like, Weird. in some sense, it's, it's kind of like when you have a lot of looming thoughts, you know, then mm-hmm. you're, when, when you're clearing, it's just kind of clearing those thoughts. Like re, it's a reset. Like whatever mm-hmm. I was doing, then I'm resetting so that I'm, completely present and ready for the next endeavor yeah yeah Yeah. and i actually i saw that post that you made on your story um uh and also also dr kelly lupo shared it to you on her story it was the one where basically like after each patient you see you're like you're essentially resetting the room am i right yes like that's yes so you're like setting the intention maybe of healing 
because that is yes. a healing environment. So yeah, it, I really like that. I like the fact that you're like, because we know, like, are you familiar with the, with that, uh, the experiment where like people whisper negative things to a seed and then to the other seed, they whisper positive things. Oh like, yeah. I feel yes. Like, yes. I feel like that's a pretty familiar experiment, but basically like it's essentially the same thing when you're in a space is like you're, the intention is, uh, it has to be there, right? Like you have to, to set it and make sure that it is a space of healing. Cause I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but, and anyone listening, but like, there's been time where, you know, you, like, I've gone to go get a haircut and like mm-hmm. you go in there super chipper and like having a great yeah. day. And then you could just feel the vibe of the person cutting oh, your hair Yes, is just like, super, like she doesn't want to be there. Like is like a no. Right? Yeah. And, and then you leave the hair, like she, you know, and then she was obviously like mm-hmm. touching my head, you know, and it's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I mean, we can totally go into this because I feel that like when I was uh, younger, I would, I guess I was always pretty empathetic and didn't really know what that meant until, you know, now, Uh, more so now what that means, but you always know what your gut feeling is telling you, right? So I actually had a very, very similar experience to that where many a times I go into a room or a space or even a restaurant where I'm like, oh, the vibe's not that good, but maybe I'll just give it a chance. And then it's always just not great, you know? And now I just feel like I definitely trust my gut. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm out. I'm just like, not today. I think this is a sign, you know? Yeah. But yeah, exactly. That is what I'm doing um, in my own space, especially in practice, that I just want to, you know, keep it clear and ready and just for the next person, you know, it's like, it's like a clean slate for them. It's not like there's any baggage or whatever was going on with the last person. It's out, it's out of the room. It's clear and ready for the next person to come in so that they can really be in a space of healing within themselves. Yeah. And, and you're just so, you know, anyone listening is like, you're, you are doing acupuncture. um, Yes. And primarily, or am I wrong? Or is it, I do do a lot of acupuncture. I feel that we both, uh, well, you know, we can talk about what aligning with purpose really means, but, you know, ultimately my goal is to help people guide them to live in their highest light. And Mm -hmm. if I can do that through different modalities that we learned in school um, and outside of school, for me, it's a lot of art healing, I love acupuncture, botanicals, and all that. Yeah. If I can use those tools to guide them to find that within themselves, find that and what it feels like to be in their highest potential, like that is my ultimate goal in my life. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so acupuncture, you know, is basically like a very important aspect of your practice. And yeah. to some degree, acupuncture is energetic. So it only makes sense yes. that, you know, you, you set the energy or the intention right initially. So that way. Absolutely. And that's why I gravitate towards acupuncture so much because I feel like, yes, there, there is, you know, it's really great that we learn about these points and what certain points do and how, you know, they open up what channels and whatnot. But the main, I feel like energy is everything. And if you have a practitioner who 
is not present and doesn't want to be there, I don't, I, I highly doubt that that healing process will really happen as easily as you go into somebody who has already worked on themselves, is working on themselves and are in a high vibration, you know? So it's yeah. just like a transfer of energy. Like you, it's medicine and relationships just in general is incredibly intimate, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's really good to be conscious about how you are with other people. And on top of that, you know, like who you create around you yeah. is really important too. Yeah. And I feel like if, I mean, if you think about it, everything we do, um, you know, from picking up a teacup to drink it, to having a right. conversation with a friend, it's all a transfer of energy. Yeah. Right. Like it's all, totally. it's all output. Um, so yeah, I, I totally, yeah, I could see the, uh, the impact that could have is just like, just being, oh, yes. that's the thing. It, it, Cause you mentioned it earlier is like, it's a, some people are conscientious of the energy transfers and mm -hmm. then some people just, it's not something that they think about too easily right. or like, and you know, maybe it was with how they were raised or, yeah, totally. you know, the environment. But the other thing too is, and I think this kind of falls in line with the same, the same topic is uh, like that gut feeling again, like yeah. that's another thing that just, I feel like people just, you know, they, maybe it's underdeveloped to some degree, mm -hmm. or maybe they just ignore it. It's like, yeah, like how does how does one kind of get in tune with that, or um, right? How did you get in tune with you know the energy of it all and the intention and then the gut feeling and and being aware of it? Yeah, I feel like you know, I want to say as babies or when we're born, you know, here that we all innately have that already. And it is a matter of along your journey, if you are going to choose to cultivate it or not. And like when you do choose to do that. So I would say that, you know, for me, when that really happened, uh, when I started to really allow myself to recognize the gut feeling was probably after my first job post um, grad. So after college, where it was just a terrible job, but I just kept doing it, you know, and mm -hmm. in my gut, I knew this was not bad, like I was not well. And I think once I realized like I couldn't take it anymore, that is when I started to seek more introspectively, like, what do I want to do? What am I trying to do with my life? You know, like, I don't want to live a day to day where I'm just mindlessly counting down the hours. Mm -hmm. And I think through seeking that and through meditation, through just being out in nature a lot, being really alone and in solitude with myself, um, I think that really allowed me to hear myself, like my inner voice that much more clearly. Because I would say before then, I was very, um, I guess, open, open to just hearing what everyone else had to say about me. And that definitely did quiet my sense of like what my true self really, really was for, for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that if someone is trying to be like, what, how can I, um, you know, cultivate my gut feeling, like what that feels like, I would say, yeah, definitely seek out meditation, just being quiet in complete silence. Like, 
that's how I did it. So I, I never really got into the whole um, mindful type apps with music or like people talking. I just started out with just being completely silent and with myself uncomfortably, you know? Yeah. And yeah. then um, that made me want to be outside in nature a lot more. So I would just go out in nature and be completely silent in nature. And I feel once you're really grounded in yourself, then you can really trust what your gut feeling is for you, what that feels like. And if you're going to trust it, then to go all in on it. So if you have an, once you're there and you feel like, oh, in my gut, this doesn't feel like the right space to be, then get out, you know, because that's really how you're going to build this relationship with yourself, your, your inner, you know, your subconscious self that Mm -hmm. you're trusting that. So to follow that and be, and like stand sovereign to that, you know? Yeah. 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 I, and you know, to add to that, I think uh, a lot of people today spend a lot of time externally, right? Like, like right. on the outside of themselves, they're constantly seeking these external stimulus, like maybe social media or For sure. like you said, like listening to all the input that our friends are giving us and like, and like uh-huh. a lot of times they're seeking answers outside of themselves, like you said, like yes. uh, where, and I, I think, you know, today specifically because we are so connected mm-hmm. the beautiful thing right because we have all these all this information so easily accessible to us but it's also a huge distraction uh when it comes to like looking inside of ourselves because we're constantly spending time outside of ourselves uh and yeah like you said like just spending time in nature uh turning off the electronics and like getting into right. the groove of like looking within yourself for the answers because ultimately you have the answers for your right you know for your life like what's going to make you yes what you want to do so yeah i i like that so you basically you 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 figured out like hey i I just need to go be in some silence and yes with myself and then ultimately like that started to grow and then it Mm -hmm. just got stronger right right and i do i really it's I want to say that, you know, everyone, most people that are listening to podcasts like this or are into, you know, self-help, seeking the mystical type of things, then they're likely on their way and on their journey of doing the same, you know? And I think a lot of the times people do that when something pretty terrible or, or profound, like traumatic, something, maybe not that great happened in their lives. And they're like, I know that there is better in the world, you know? So it's, I mean, if you can find it without that, awesome. But a lot of the times I do see that in suffering, do you find, you know, want to seek out what it really means to be happy and what joy feels really, you know, what joy actually feels like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like people that have suffered the most are usually the ones that gravitate towards this, this, this type of uh, inner knowledge, I guess. If, if right. that's how you can describe it. One question I did have, because uh, mm-hmm. um, because we're talking about like listening to that gut feeling, and, yeah. You know what happens when when that gut feeling is like it's actually just anxiety keeping you, you okay know, like, like how have you 
have you ever dealt with that or have having how do you like help someone sure. navigate that aspect because i feel like you know there are some scenarios where obviously trying new things scares someone mm-hmm. right and so mm-hmm. you can easily trick yourself into believing that that's a gut feeling totally. telling you not to do it when ultimately like it's totally good for you like how you know yeah. what i mean like that's murky yes. water right that's true that is true and i do feel it is definitely a work in progress. I, I feel like, um, yeah, I think that is something that a lot of people actually deal with, you know, and I do have some actually people close to me that I feel are there. I mean, everyone can be their own block, right? It's just a matter of what's going on in their lives. Um, how you can really decide or differentiate between if it's anxiety or a gut feeling, (sighs) I I mean, like what's coming to me is that it's just truly a knowing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's, 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 there's a difference, right? I feel like anxiety is really in your head. It's kind of looming in your head. A lot of the times it's just thoughts that are, again, like fleeting moments that are not real and just telling you why you can't do something. So I feel like that's very head-based, right? Mm-hmm. And gut feeling is like, it's like a full body reaction, I would say. You know, well, definitely more heart center and just like an, a true inner knowing. You just know. You will just know, oh, this is right or, oh, this is, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Versus like, I feel anxiety is more, you're talking with yourself, you know, and you're maybe convincing yourself out of something or in something. And it's like, it's like a lot of mental chatter. I mean, I, I want to say it's something like that. No, I that can was, definitely try to sit and think of a better way of saying that was, it, but that was honestly the best. Like, I totally agree with you. Like that okay, was perfectly okay. executed. Like I really like that. That okay, comparison okay, It's like, yeah, cause great. you're right. Anxiety is very like, in your head like uh-huh. there's no and there's no really like foundation to it like there's no substance it's mostly noise yeah um, exactly and like what you're saying is like you will know the difference from a yeah. gut feeling because the gut feeling it, it's i feel like it's more grounded right like it right like it is like your guides being like you need to get out of here you know yeah. or on the flip side it's like wow i'm in the right space like i guess when you are And uh, I don't know if you read Conversation with God, but that is truly one of my favorite books and what really shifted my life when I was in school. But uh, it's not a book that is necessarily religious. It's it's more about um, that there's a greater force, you know, a source, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And it says in there, like, I am your highest truth. I am your highest light. I'm just your highest feeling, right? So when you have that feeling, then that's, that's when you know, like that's a knowing that it's true, that, that you're supposed to be here. And that's what I would say is like the gut, the quote unquote gut feeling of like knowing when you're surrounded by friends and you are all, you're so happy and you kind of just take a look around the room because you want to savor that. That is like the gut feeling of like, yes, I'm supposed to be here, you know? Yeah, so yeah. that that's not a head space. That's just a feeling, a feeling space. Yeah. Hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that was perfect. And and you did put me onto that book. And I, 
Oh, did Guilt- I? Guiltily, <laughs> I only read like I a did. quarter of it, but uh-huh. it was such an amazing, like, like mm-hmm. even just the introduction of it was just amazing. Right. Um, yeah. yeah I so I, I do need to, I need to, I need to go and just read it. The issue is You'll... reading it. I've, you know, it's mm-hmm. tough to like get myself to read a book. I, I think what I need to do is just get it on audio. <laughs> yeah. I right? actually have tried the audio and I feel what sometimes I'll do is I'll, because I want to, I, I really want to listen to the book because I want to, I want to read it. I want to hear all about it. So I will get the audio, but if it's like really good, I will sit Say, down and yeah. actually read it. And sometimes like highlight things where I can write down quotes that yep. I can just come back to quickly. And that's, I ended up reading this one first, but most of the other uh, I guess law of attraction type books, I definitely listened to them first and was just like, wow, that mm-hmm. I bought them to read myself again, to just like sit down and be completely present. Cause a lot of times on audio, I'm like doing the dishes and in the car yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you read it, you can like really savor the, right. uh, the language. Yes. Uh, and, and that book you know, it will take a long time to get through conversation with God because in every, pretty much every line, you're just blown away. Like, wow. <laughs> you're just having like the, <laughs> yeah. these inner strokes. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm shaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, what I do want to talk about, cause you mentioned spirit guides. Uh huh. Like, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? Or like, yeah, you say everyone has one, has or many, you okay. know, many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, you know, I, I want to say that um, everything that I'm talking about for the most part is just my journey. Yeah. So I don't, I can't say what's true or what's not true, but I know what's true for myself, right? So. For spirit guides, I do know that I always have people watching me, watching. So I very unlikely do I ever feel I'm in a fear-based type of state. And if I do feel that way, luckily, because I've, I just have this sense of knowing that we are protected, we're all going to be okay you know, there is a higher force that is with us and here with us, always watching us, you know, Mm -hmm. and then, then I'm able to get out of that space quickly, you know, Mm -hmm. and I feel that's because I've done a lot of work, inner work myself. So my spirit guides, you know, I feel are my grandparents, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I have some dragons. I think everybody has dragons that you can call upon. I mean, this is the, this is going down another bunny hole of the mystical, <laughs> but, is, um, and yeah, just curious, is this like, uh, is what's your nationality? Like what's, I'm Vietnamese, Vietnamese. So it, does this kind of tie into the culture a little bit like the dragons and like the spirit guides is like, is that, is that something that's like mm, taught? No. Okay. I don't think so because uh, thankfully I have the best sister in the world and she's very open to all of this as well, but mm-hmm. I don't openly have these conversations with my parents. I think that they know I'm kind of out there, but, but uh, ultimately they did not tell me that. <laughs> you <laughs> well, know? Here's my thing though. It's like, <clears throat> like, I don't think you're out there because you know, there are 
people believe in guardian angels, you know, oh, and why yeah. why is it so crazy to to just call them a different name? You know what I mean? Like, why is it right? Like, because ultimately, that's what you know. If anyone that's listening that's Christian, that's ultimately what you're describing is like a guardian right. angel, exactly. Right, but you just have and- your own interpretation and maybe even understanding of of them and their role in your life. So, yes, I mean, that's, I mean, you put it perfectly where for me, my guides are some, I know some, I don't know, but, but the, but I know they're there, you know, and then that brings me a lot of peace in my day to day because what is to come, I'm open to, I allow it because I'm asking for that guidance. Right. I kind of, I surrender to that. I, when I wake up, you know, and and I pray, that's, that's what I'm asking for. I'm asking myself to, to stay present, to surrender what I think is supposed to happen and just allow what is where you want me to go is where I'm going to be guided to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Thanks. So are your, when you, when you pray, are you, pr- mm-hmm. I guess what, I'm just curious, what, what is, do you, do you have a religion or, or is uh, it kind of like your own, like just, hi- I'd say kind of my own hodgepodge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just, it's like, just like, you- like my own party that I call upon whenever I feel it, whatever I feel is right to call upon at the time, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. like I will this is so funny because I, I don't feel like I openly talk about this that much. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, here we go. So sometimes I will, you know, call upon, um, my grandparents, right. I mean, I always mm-hmm. like, they, they've all have, um, gone to, you know, heaven, right. To me. Mm-hmm. And I will talk to them and just say, you know, say hello and pray to them about, please guide me, you know, with where what you would like me to do today show me the way um be there with me and it just really brings me this like inner peace and i do that with a number of different guides you know then i have dragons and sometimes i call upon archangel michael i mean i think that uh you know uh sadaguru right the mm. uh sadaguru okay uh well he is a I, I used to watch his YouTubes a lot in school and he's, I guess, a kind of a, another spiritual type of guru. And he was saying how a lot of people in the uh, Western society talk about their religion as if they're cows. Like I was raised this way, you know, mm-hmm. like I was raised Catholic, but like, are you still Catholic though? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah like, who are you? Like, we yeah, don't yeah. know. That's the problem. We don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I believe in it all. You know, I, I still, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I have a Buddha. I feel like they're all around me. They're all around us and whatever you choose to call upon, they're always going to be there, you know? So that, yeah. that, that's the best way I can really put it for myself. I'm just a open person that allows, um, the guidance and myself to surrender to what I'm supposed to do and what my sole purpose here yeah. is, is here, you know? I love that. I love that. <laughs> I, and so like for me, um, so I was raised Catholic, uh-huh. um, organic, pasture raised, 
<laughs> USDA organic. No, uh, right, right. So I was raised USDA organic Catholic, and uh, <laughs> and so that was my religion for a long time. And I went to yeah, pri- yeah. private school all my life. Went to church literally every week. We had a mass, all that stuff. And what's funny is, uh, this is also a little side note. It's like I feel like the majority of people that go to Catholic school end up not mm-hmm. being very religious once they get out, which is very strange. Cause you would think it'd be the opposite, but I think they just like right. really hammer it down in your brain that you're just over it by the time you're out. But anyways, yeah. through my journey, you know, I went to a uh, private university also Catholic university. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I kind of strayed away from religion and being Catholic yeah. and, God and all that stuff. I went into totally. atheism, you know, I, I looked into wow. existentialism and then uh, eventually found my way back to like pantheism, which is the, the you know the belief that the universe is god right right and so over the time like obviously like i've looked to different religions kind of because mm-hmm. they all have great like you said like it's all it's essentially one in the same exactly it's all the same mm-hmm. teachings just different or similar books, or similar teachings different styles you know or like you yeah. can learn something from every religion basically but exactly uh, ultimately what i found is like i uh I, the way that I was raised is the way that I'm most comfortable with speaking to that higher power, you know? So it's like, so I, I get that. I totally get that. So it's like now, like I, my story is like, I left being Catholic, you know, I did went through all these transitions, but now it's like, I was in a place where I I needed to pray. And the only, the only way I knew how to pray was as a Catholic. Right. And so it's like kind of coming back around. Um, Mm -hmm. But ultimately having like that same, that same belief as you is like, for me, it's not just I'm Catholic. I'm doing everything by the book like this, you know, it's right. just like, that's how I'm comfortable speaking to God. And yeah. so that's how I do it. But there's also all these other things, all these other, uh, you know, spirits or, you know, Buddha and all that stuff that comes around. So it's just, it's a really right. cool, like but Buddha never, Buddha is not like, he's not saying he's a God, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. also there's the teachings. Yeah. Sorry, Um, what were you saying? No, no, sorry. I was (laughs) drinking tea. Um, But yeah, so like, you know, ultimately for like, you can kind of, as long as you're on the right path and um, you somewhat follow these teachings, like you can basically make up a religion that works for you, you know, because we, at the end of the day, we all need, we all need that faith. um, Right. And we need that belief in a higher power because then it's just like lonely and and depressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Now what? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What? Yeah. What, what are? Explain to me the dragons, because that I'm curious about that. Okay. Okay. So, so there's a book that I read, and I want. I I think it's called. Um, we were in the fifth dimension. It was something about five D, five fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, I want to say that I'm definitely more of a feeler than a speaker <laughs> yeah. so sometimes when I say things I'm like I don't make any sense at all um but I'm, what I I believe what the book was trying to convey is that there really is no more karma in the world I know crazy uh but it's kind of like what is good what is bad right mm-hmm. and like who's to say what it is um but it kind of goes along with 
with that, that type of mentality, right? Where you're like kind of questioning what your predisposed thoughts of things are and what that really means, right? Mm-hmm. Cause are, are some people put on earth for a purpose to show you what quote unquote good is, right? Yeah. So it's just a kind of a book that makes you think about things differently. Um, not so much in the, uh, I don't know if like normal reality is just, I guess just 3D, right? Where you're not just so surface level, you're going a little deeper. So in that book, he talks about dragons and how you can call upon them because you, everyone has dragons and it's a very, um, uh, how do I say, like a intimate calling where you you sit with yourself and you, you, when you're ready, right? Again, you'll know when you're ready for these things, you'll know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe in your deepest, darkest, you're like, Oh, I need my dragons now. Like, you know, so, um, you call upon them and you kind of, you introduce, you create, you build a relationship with them. Cause I mean, they've always been there for you. So, you know, what are their names and, and all of this, you really keep to yourself because they're your dragons. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, I know, like call me crazy, but I will call upon my dragons to call upon someone else's dragons to be like, Hey, can you try to convey this? So like in their subconscious or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Fun. Right. Yeah, yeah, I make I make everything really fun. Well, that's <laughs> in it, my own mind. No, but that's so like, like I wouldn't have never like thought about that. Like that's mm-hmm. just like a whole other level of like understanding of it. Because he, here's what dragons. I don't think kinda, I understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm that's just, I like, think that's true with it with I'm all of like, us. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going with it. I'm like I feel it's time because I've <laughs> exhausted all of my resources to call upon their dragons, you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's so. Um, so like my, my take on the dragons thing is like, um, or I guess first let me ask you this. Are you using mm-hmm. them to, to basically like inspire you to be brave? Like, is that when you're Every using? Every day. Okay. So it's there. So they're like a, cause dragons, Ultimately, the picture of dragons, I'm thinking of like this badass right. like, scaly beast right. that can blow right. fire and like kill some people, right? Like uh-huh. do some, yeah. conquer some shit. That's um, right. I mean, I definitely have one that's for that. But then there's also the soft ones that, okay. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like each of them. And, and this is a thing where um, you, when you call upon them, maybe all of them won't come to you right away. Maybe just the one that you really need at that moment mm-hmm. will, will show themselves to you and, you know, and, and trust yourself. This is like all about building what you're trusting, you know, that there is others, other things or other um, I don't know, like guides, right? In your mm-hmm. life, like trust yourself. So when something pops in your head and a visual pops in, like don't disregard it and just be like, I'm crazy. Trust that, you know, like you, if, you, if you're like, I'm calling upon my dragons and you see a dragon that pops up, trust that, that that may be your dragon. Mm-hmm. And, and just like 
have a conversation with them. You know, you know, this sounds insane, Mike. <laughs> but like, this is like, yeah, this is, you know, how, how I kind of cultivated it where I was like, you know, show yourself to me. I, I just, it's, it's when it, don't do it. If you think this is crazy, do it when you <laughs> truly feel yeah. like this is the time where you're like, huh, you have interests, you have a thought that this may be something that's mm-hmm. when you go deep. Not when some like, that's like me telling, you know, my fiance, David, like, Hey, call upon your dragons. He's gonna be like, maybe later, you know? And so that, that means <laughs> yeah. later. Right. Yeah, yeah. But like, since you're interested, yeah, maybe it's time, right. You know, yeah. to like kind of be in that space. And I feel each one serves a different purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. For me, for me, that is, yeah. and I'm, all, I'm literally, this is just, my journey and if it can inspire you to try new things in your journey i mean that's what it's all about so yeah. and and honestly like it's not so far, far out there to like have this belief like i don't think this is crazy. like to me and here's here's how i kind of like because i like to compare it like like the way we did the 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 uh guys spirit guides to guardian yeah. guys, right like it's like that's doesn't it's not crazy when you compare it that way like it it's real like people right. have that uh and so like to me like the dragons almost seem like like that uh like that inner person Beast. like he, like right. like think of uh you know who's a good example of this is uh Beyonce who right. is Beyonce Sasha exactly yeah. so like Beyonce had ego. this alter ego in her which mm-hmm. was probably her what you're describing as a dragon is mm-hmm. that it's that's that person that she calls upon to go and perform and put on a badass show, right? So like, right. And and so when you kind of like portray it in that way, like it's not so far out there. Like for some reason, people yeah. just can't, you know, like they maybe they take this shit literal, like dragons or right. whatever. But it's like that's ultimately right. what it is. It's like you're calling upon these inner, these forces. inner versions and go. inner forces of yourself, like to, right. to basically like guide you. You know, right. But these, I would, uh, yeah, you know what? I never really thought of it that way where I was thinking more of the, the forces were outside of myself, but you're mm-hmm. right. They're, they're within yourself. And I would say that I was more keen on the dragons part of the book because both of my, on my dad's side, his parents so my grandparents on my dad's side were um, dragons, right? So like that was all, already so big in my family. So whenever I need like to feel that, you know, power where I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, like wake up, like let's go. Then yeah, I'm calling upon the dragons. I'm like, let's go. Like it's in you, you know? Wait, so... so so you you said your dad's parents were so in like Chinese zodiac they were dragons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Yes, I should explain that more. <laughs> it was like your no, dad's so, parents no. were dragons. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. So so funny. Yeah. So they their Chinese zodiac were um, their dragons. So then I already innately had that fire within me from them. So yeah. then when I read about the dragons in the book, I was even more like, oh. Let me call upon what my my inner dragons are. Like, what are their names? Like, how do I cultivate a relationship with them to help me on my day to day and in my mm-hmm. life? You know, mm-hmm. to guide me. So, 
Yeah. It's all that. really fun. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's a creative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a creative way to really like help yourself uh, oh, yeah. to accomplish things and, you know, to get shit done when you're scared or right. to, oh, yeah. to help they're you. They're there. Yeah. You know? To help you make that, that hard decision about, you know, right. taking a job or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. it's just nice to, it, again, it, it to all, feel, com- it all right. comes down and it comes back to like, like having faith in something ultimately, right? Yes. Like, yeah. because, and that's something that I feel like I had to learn is mm-hmm. when I turned away from higher power and I was like, there is no point, you know, like you get into yeah. like this very depressed state and it's like, totally. no, like at the end of the day, like everyone needs to have some type of faith in, in something. doesn't matter. Like, right i don't even care if you're like worshiping garden gnomes or what you know what i mean it's like yeah 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 as long as they have good intentions you're no right <laughs> these and i feel gnomes. it is you're right it is all it's all about where is your intention right and and then we can talk about how right it's not it's it's really not what you're saying at all and i've i've learned that in prayer that when I, sometimes like I know you get this because I was also um, I went to mass with my mom and do like seek comfort in that setting too because that's like a place of prayer right mm-hmm. but what I I feel like I didn't learn in school uh, in like CCD and stuff which um, not that I you know paid attention should have but you know it wasn't part of my I wasn't there yet but um. Yeah what I didn't learn was the feeling part of it. So it's not so much like I pray as quickly as possible. It's more that I'm really embodying the feeling of what I'm asking for, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I, when I'm saying I surrender, you know, I surrender and allow what is to come to me that day and guide me, you know, I I'm feeling that sense of surrender. I'm feeling that peace within myself. Like, like slow down what, what you're asking for, feel that right now. So that, that carries, that feeling carries with you the rest of the day. Yeah. Is that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This kind of actually ties into what, like manifestation. Right. Yes. And ulti- I mean, I even probably the laws of the universe is what, what you kind of mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. So, and we can even talk about that now is like, so basically like what's your take on on the manifestation or uh laws of the universe and and how does it tie into these beliefs that you have okay uh i would say that laws of manifestation ties into my everyday all day um mm-hmm. so kind of to touch on that it's when when you want something right like i want i don't know okay say you want more patients to come into your office, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of praying for patients to come in, be in a space, why space and be with yourself in silence and embody what that feels like to have the patients already there. Ooh, so you're yeah. feeling like, okay, this person is coming into my office um, is extremely joyful. You know, we have great interactions. We're laughing. We're learning more about each other. I'm learning about what, you know, concerns they have. I know 
I'm in a space where I feel I can help them and everything is flowing. Right. And mm-hmm. what does that feel like to you? So, I mean, this is all about visualization with like sports and everything. I mean, they've already got this down. Right. Yeah. And so it's truly embodying the emotion of already having it. And when you're already in that state, then it's ready for, you're ready. You're in in a space where you're ready for those patients to come in. So if you're in a constant state of worry, fear, you know, anxiety, I don't know, like envy, jealousy, like these are more low vibration states, then that's, that's what's going to come to you Mm -hmm. in your day to day. But if you already really take a good look at yourself and I would say, Okay, if you have a phone, you probably have a pretty good life, right? Uh, yeah. In comparison to a lot of people. If you just take a look around and you see all the things that you have, then in your, you're in a state of gratitude, right? Like this, you're in a higher vibration. The more high vibration things will come to you naturally. You don't have to pray for that because you're already in it. Instead of praying, you're actually just expressing gratitude that you already have it. So it's not like I want this. You already say, I'm thankful for this. And you just get more of it. I'm thankful for the opportunities. I'm thankful for the experience. I'm thankful that I'm able to have a roof over my head. I'm thankful. And you'll continue to get that in your space. And so I practice this on a moment to moment basis, you know, and I feel like for the most part, Sure, I'm normal and have dips in my days, but the reality is because I feel so strongly that I do have everything that I could ever wish for right now, it's really easy for me to get out of that state mm-hmm. of of a lower vibration where I'm like, hey, look around, look at your space, you know, go back into what you do have and kind of and and, the, and it's not so much about being like not authentic about it. Don't say that you have things if you don't really feel that way, but you're hyper-focusing on the things that you know you do have. And so when you're, when you're already in that type of energy, then that, that same feeling will keep coming to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's interesting. You bring that up that like in that way, like I I like, Mm -hmm. because so actually recently I uh, um I got a book uh that's funny enough it was written by Joel Steen it's called uh, favor or something okay. like that right and I was like you know what I'm just going to read it I want to see what this guy's about like what you know who cuz there's obviously people are like polarized when it comes to him like you know is he good or is he bad or blah blah and so I was just like whatever I'll just read his book but in the book he basically says like like exactly what you're saying, but in a very mm-hmm. like Catholic religious way. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so it's like you have the favor of God. Like, like the thing is though, to me, like, okay, he, so he kind of like, for, and there's two schools of thought to this. And I'm trying to figure out like, how, how does it tie in? Like, how do they work? Because kind of what you're describing and what he's describing is like, Mm-hmm. like it's coming from a place of gratitude like you already have it um mm-hmm. and he, and in the book he kind of he sets the stage that like like you are the special one like god yes. has chosen you you are special and so uh-huh. like 
the only thing that in my mind that's like fighting that is like the other school of thought where it's like no one fucking special like you're not special Uh so it's like i don't know like it's a weird take on it but i do see the power that it could have by real like you know by like by getting into that mindset i think the issue with getting into that mindset is it could slip easily into like ego and like allowing Hmm. that to take you right like you're privileged like because mm-hmm, I am mm-hmm. special, I can have mm-hmm. these things and all stuff, right? So, like, there's a right. fine line between that. But as long as you're able to, like, balance that, I totally mm-hmm. see how having that mindset of, um, like, 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 it's not, like, what you mentioned, it's like, I need patience right now. Pretend as mm-hmm. if you already have the patience. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, like, that's almost like, like, it's almost like a very, it's a very confident state that could easily slip into like ego do you kind of get what i'm saying like kind of the the comparison there or like i think that it is maybe an older type of mindset Mm -hmm. where you know we talk about money is the root of all evil you know like if you if you are saying that about being special if we're all one and the same and we're all special and you, that other person who's saying like, oh, you have an ego for thing, you're special. That person's just not there, not there yet in recognizing that they too are special. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't yeah. found it within themselves where they, they believe, you know, you know, in their core that they're special too. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it is an ego thing at all. And I think that a lot of people who aren't, on haven't reached that path in their journey yet where you can have this overwhelming sense of gratitude in a time that may seem incredibly difficult but still have i mean and obviously not be ignorant to that but still knowing that you have everything there's nothing wrong with that you don't need to be around those people who want to cultivate that type of miserable, low vibe state, right? Mm -hmm. Because, and it's not their fault, right? But it's just that when you have taken the time to work on yourself and you really apply the things that either you've learned through reading or just going introspective, then, then why would I have to lessen myself, make myself small, for the sake of you feeling adequate about yourself, right? Yeah. And I think that's really something that people need to um, kind of understand that, especially with 2020, some people come to me and yeah, sure, the world, it was rough, right? But some people had really great years personally, financially, and are afraid to share that because people other people, right? Because social media, you can say whatever you want to say, may tell them that you're not allowed to, but why? Right? Like who's to say you can or can't have a good time? That is you, the other person who's saying that, not understanding that you can step out of that mindset and still do what you got to do every day and see the beauty in life, even through adversity. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I wouldn't a, say it's an ego thing. Okay. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's a, it's a mindset thing. It is a yeah. mindset. It's a perspective. And it, and it is truly within the person. Like, sure. There's some people who are like, yeah, 
if you're thinking I'm better than you, for sure, that's the ego thing. But if I'm, if I'm saying I'm special, but you're special too, then that's not an ego thing. It's just like, you just got to wake up, you know, yeah. and you got to find what that means. What, how, what does special mean to you? But I know you're special, but I can tell you all day. And if you don't feel it, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't say, and if you're thinking, if that person is thinking it in that sense, then no, it's not, I wouldn't say it's an ego thing. Yeah. Here's a question. Why, yeah. why does the universe or higher power or God, or whatever you want to call it, why does it reward people that are in higher power, like higher vibrations? Higher vibrations. Oh, I've never really thought of that. Right. Uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, why, you know, why is it that, you know? I um, feel because life is your playground and that if we are here to put on earth to serve, to serve, you know, and that's a really loaded question, but I, I do think that it's because I don't think it's really favoring one or the other. Mm-hmm. I think it's just what energy you put out is what you get back. So, you know, if you're in a, right now we're going to go down to the what's good and bad. If you're in this type of energy that is high vibration, and if that's what you're seeking, then stay in that energy because you're just going to get whatever you put out. If you're somebody that's walking around saying like, oh, I'm miserable all day. Well, guess what? That's what's really what's going to come back to you, you know? But if you're someone who's like, wow, I woke up, it's a sunny day. It's always a sunny day here in Arizona. Lots of nice mountains. I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to be with myself. And you're just counting all of your blessings, more blessings. And that same vibe is going to come to you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't really think it's favoring one or the other. It's just giving back what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it all make sense in my head. You're right. Yeah, it, makes it's a, because it's kind of <laughs> it's, no, it does because it's a transfer of of energy, right? Like it's high. Right. Energy. You're putting out high energy. You're gonna get the the result of that high energy, and it just transforms into another way or another type of right. energy that is also beneficial for you, right? Like so, right? It's just the same vibration, you know. It's like, and the and it's also. I mean, then we can go into really you have the power to do that. Like when you realize that you have the power to decide moment to moment, how you're going to react, what you're going to choose to do, then you could create a really beautiful life for yourself, you know? And I'm not saying like it is maybe some, we know someone (laughs) who's like high all day, you know, but like (laughs) the reality is like, naturally you will have dips but that's a good thing too you got you know you got to see the dips are also what is going to show you the light too right yeah. so it's a balance right i'm not like i don't want to be too up in the air all the time but it, it's empowering to know that you have this choice with your within yourself to have a good day or bad day what are you going to choose you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's totally okay to have those bad days. Like, yes, it is so okay. It's uh, it's energy. Energy is like, it's oscillating, right? Like you can oscillate, like you can go into these waveforms and like it's needed. Oh yeah, it is. All emotions, all emotions are 
are beautiful because we can experience them. And they're, and it's really not to say you can experience two emotions at the, you can experience multiple emotions at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. but we just feel or we're taught that, oh, I can only be happy and, or I can only be miserable. It's like, you know, you can, how many people are happy, but then have a sense of lingering grief, right? If, if someone passed and, you know, it's kind of like to them, like aren't over it, but it's like, you can feel multiple emotions. It's just deciding which one are you going to feed more, right? Yeah. So then you can move past what has happened or, you know, an example or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Uh, I, I do want to ask you about your art. Okay. Um, what, because I feel like that's, I feel like from, and I may be totally wrong, but from what I know of it, it's like, it's very emotion driven or energy driven, like the art that yes. you do. And yes. like, I guess what's your, like, how do you describe it? Or like, how did you even, uh-huh. I just want to know all of it. Like, how did you get into that? Okay. So that, that happened when I would say like within myself, I woke up, you know, and that mm-hmm. was right before school when I was really getting into meditation. And I just had just this profound knowing of things that would happen to me. Like I, I, I foresaw it happening and what I would say laws of the universe in action, you know, like I just knew I was going to draw one night. And I did, and it happened. I just had this knowing and it happened. So it's just like when I, and I already embodied that emotion and then my hand just started to draw these like intricate, I don't even know what to call them, to be honest. It's just, I know what, what it means is to spread the love of nature and to get people to come back to I guess, elicit the creator within themselves, like ignite that light, you know, that, that intense fire and passion and joy for the beauty of life. That, that's what I would say my art is all about. Like, I would hope that when someone sees it, they're like, wow, I want to create too in whatever form that is for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So that really came out in through meditation, my meditations. And when I say that, at least for my paintings for when that came out was when I was going through a really, really difficult time in school. And one night I was just like, I surrendered to it all. And I just picked up a paintbrush and allowed my soul to put whatever on the canvas. And that's how all that came out too. Mm -hmm. So it was just a knowing that something within myself was to be released. And now was a time now I was ready for it, you know? So it's like, it's all in the right time. Everything that is happening now is in the right time. And in some sense, like, yeah, you can choose to, I don't know. I don't think you can really speed up the time, but like in that sense, if you're ready to go, you're ready to go. That's your time to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to tell somebody like, Hey, wake up. It's like, that's not on me, but whatever I do, maybe I can inspire you to kind of awaken within yourself to want the same. So yeah, my art definitely came from a space of 
the mystical, you know, mm-hmm. subconscious. Um, and that's why I do feel that I have no um, critique with myself with all of that. I think that's what differentiates me from other artists. It's like if someone were to say something, you know, like, oh, I don't really feel that art. I'm like, that's fine. It's like, or it's not it, even for it, them. It, it was, yeah, it, or it's just like, it, it, it wasn't me anyways. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was yeah. just like, it just came out of me through, um, you know, my inner self. And it's not like I consciously thought like, oh, I'm going to do this here and here. Like, it was a planned thing. So for me, it's like, I don't really have an ego behind it either because it's kind of like, well, this is, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, would yeah. you say, I mean, is it is it, therapeutic for you like yeah like is it much so um like a lot of what you're you're painting or drawing is coming from like an inner emotion or um oh okay yeah definitely I would say that while I'm drawing or painting I will know and and know why I'm doing it so I have a couple of like two paintings that were dedicated to my grandmas, you know, and I knew this one was like them telling me this is for, this is me, you know, Mm -hmm. and same with my grandpa or like, and my other artworks were some, I had one that was um, called Ecclesiastes. Hopefully I said that right, but it's like snake shedding Mm -hmm. um, their skin. And it's just like reborn, like rebirth of yourself. Like during that time, that's what I was feeling. So yeah, I mean, it definitely does kind of um, translate with what's going on in my life and I'm just allowing it to be um, portrayed in color and art. And hopefully, you know, that speaks to people where they're like, oh, um, this, this touches me in a way where I feel like I want to create something that is meaningful and powerful for me, you know, or, yeah, or like getting out of the system like the night of like you know the system like the, the noise like going going with yourself and cultivating like what is your true specialness about yourself what is what makes you unique right because everyone yeah. has that yeah it's almost like another form of um uh again here i go comparing <laughs> like, oh no it's fine uh it's almost like another form of journaling oh yeah 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 definitely like, uh, therapy yeah, yeah, like uh, mm-hmm. like people, you know, obviously like journaling is helpful. Like it's able to like basically you can either write letters yourself or write about feelings that you have. Uh, yes. And I, I feel like people get trapped into just thinking like that's one way to express it is through writing with words. Oh, okay. But it's yeah, like, yeah. but it's like you can easily do it with through through art and through painting. And, Absolutely. You can do it through anything. You yeah. know, whatever speaks to you is your your way of releasing your way of, you know, expressing yourself creatively, whatever is your highest feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you just do it. There's no one right way or wrong way. It's just whatever you feel. And I mean, that's when we're going back to like embodying that feeling. It's whatever you, what you're, you're vibing, what your vibration is. And if it's a high vibration, then just go for it. Go towards yeah. that. Go, go towards that path of joy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and your paintings are amazing. Like, thank you. Uh, and for anyone listening, like, uh, the the things that you draw, I feel like when I just when I look at it, it's like a it's. Would you say it's like a leaf, like a leaf? 
lit, yeah, it's like, like it's a compiled together, like to make, I don't know. I mean, they come out in very different, every, forms. you know, every drawing is very different, but um, right. it does look to me like it's very nature. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. Inspired. And, I, and I asked, you know, when all of this was going on and I was so, uh, just very going so introspective and I was like what is this what is it for you know <laughs> like <Yeah>. conversations <laughs> with myself <laughs> um yeah. and and I I felt very strongly it was to spread the love of nature and I mean that's why I love just being out in nature going hiking you know I'm not maybe one of those crazy daredevils but I thoroughly enjoy just contemplating and being with myself out in nature and you know absorbing the beauty and seeing how vast the world is and how you know small I am so there's mm -hmm. like you know what's to fear it's it means all taken care of right yeah, that's how yeah. I feel out in nature on my on my hikes because they're yeah. not crazy <laughs> yeah. they're like brisk walks <laughs> they're, they're stro yeah they're strolls yeah yeah or strolls uh, with what is it prancer prancer sizing <laughs> yeah um uh i know recently i i know you've been like you know you you moved out because you're from where are you from originally i am from northern virginia dmv area yeah and and so you were out here in arizona you went over there to go mm -hmm. practice for a little bit and then now right. you're back here in arizona again. i'm back you're practicing I am back yes uh, and, and i know Phoenix. you mentioned you mentioned to me like you were you were also doing some self discovery yeah, stuff like what was totally uh, and obviously you don't have to get too personal but like oh, what okay. was kind of the what was what it was that, happening yeah what was the if you don't mind sharing mm. like what because for me like my thing was like for some reason I've been struggling with like purpose right or like mm -hmm. um where do I fit in what am I here to offer right sir how do I serve others in the best possible way right and like right use my talents in the best possible right. way so you know, that was my kind of, I'm still going through it. Like I'm still trying oh, to yeah, figure it same, out. I, I don't think it's same. something that ever ends, but you mm -hmm. know, what was it, what was it that you were kind of like self discovering? Yeah. Uh, I felt like I just really had a pull to go back and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I definitely had a pull to go back because I love my family. I miss them so much. It gave me, it gave me an opportunity to be close with my sister and you know, I feel like it was unfair to David because he was so realistic with all the things that was, you know, that were going on and still going on with COVID financially. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, I want to go because I just really wanted to go back closer to home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I'm, I won't, I'm, I'll be honest with you. There were parts of me where I did feel I was going against my gut where I was like, maybe this isn't the right yeah, time, you yeah, know, yeah. but I was just so adamant in going because I wanted, that was part of the plan. And I wanted that I wanted it. And I'm like, Oh, I can do this. Like I, I just took a leap of faith. Let me tell you. And then when I went there, it really wasn't what I was expecting. And then the world was just, that's a lot going on. Right. And then I didn't really, necessarily fall in love with where I was at. I wasn't really close to, I wasn't actually like actually close, close to home. Yeah. But let me tell you, I know I came there because I got 
the love of my life, my dog, Sky. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, that dog is yes, so cute. Um, yeah. So, I mean, even though it was so hard being there and I did really go introspective and kind of figure out like, what am I doing? You know, what do I want? And I'm, I'm one in the same, like, is patient practice really what I want to do for the rest of my life? And I actually spoke with spiritual intuitive and it was so interesting because it's so easy because to separate everything, right? Mm-hmm. When it's all in the same, like, why do we have to do only one thing? And I was, you know, guided into to acknowledging and realizing that why can't I just do both? You know, why can't I do patient practice while incorporating my art and, and really making it everything that I want it to be? Why do I have to just be this doctor, you know? And I think yeah. that maybe you really have this feeling, the same feeling of what I feel like. I, I don't identify with anything, you know? I mean, that's probably why I don't like, I I'm someone that doesn't like to box myself. You know, I'm, I like to be a free bird and that's just like in my nature. I don't want to feel enclosed. I want to be big, expansive and really just one in the same with everyone else. So like, I, I don't have an ego with an idea. Like I don't identify with like, Oh, I'm a doctor. I'm, I'm someone that, you know, is just trying to help and guide you. And, re- and did the work, like learned the, what we needed to learn in order to, you know, be a part of your guidance in helping you fulfill whatever your highest potential is. And like through your, in your best health and wellness. Right. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'm no better than you. And, and I think that, that it's interesting to be in the profession and see how a lot, maybe some people really want to identify with that, you know, and that's fine too. Right. But that's just not who I am as who I am. I want to feel like I'm open to all forms of expression and that, um, I'm no higher than anyone else. I'm just in a different part of my journey. Yeah. So I think that's really what I learned in Connecticut was that why can't I just do it all versus just kind of narrow myself into one. And I understand the benefits of like, yeah, you have to stay consistent and build, right? That's fine. But not to the point where it's like so serious, you know, because I'm not a serious person. I would say like, I am joyful and like, I like to, I love to laugh, have fun and like, like, when did it becoming an adult mean after being so serious? Like, let's just go with the flow. Let's do what we can, do the best we can, and just keep going, you know? And, like, sometimes I just get so jaded from such serious talk. <laughs> yeah. Probably why I hang with myself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, maybe it's all projection of myself, and, like, I just don't feel ready for that but I don't think Mm -hmm. I ever will I think I will always be in the space of hey I have it all I'm good I'm happy I'm gonna keep that up you know keep going Mm -hmm. with that yeah yeah so now now you're back here and Mm -hmm. your your I guess your practice 
you're making it work the way you want like definitely okay yeah, yeah. Like there was a there was a change in her shift in how you wanted to practice. like you're basically oh, yeah. just doing what you want to do now ultimately. for sure because when I was in Connecticut um I had an opportunity to be with um someone else and yeah I was like hmm, this doesn't really attract me I feel like again a little bit boxed in so why not just take the opportunity to build my own practice and make it the way I want and, and be creative with it, you know, when it's your own. And, and I'm, I, you know, am so blessed to be able to have that opportunity to be able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So there's totally nothing wrong with everyone has a different path. And this was my path where I knew it, for my happiness, for my joy, I wanted to be with myself to create the practice that I envisioned for me and my patients, you know, where I feel like I have the time I can connect with them. I also feel worthy of my own time, you know, and um, just keep that, that ball rolling where I'm like not resentful or like feeling like my own self-worth is diminished because of X, Y, and Z working with someone else, you know? Yeah. 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 So no, go go on. No, I was just going to say, like, um, <clears throat> I feel like, uh, like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that could totally relate to that. I mean, even myself mm-hmm. included, it's like, I think we just, we get so hung up on, on how society does things, right? How the, yeah, the masses definitely. do things mm-hmm. that we feel like it's the only way that it works, you know, but it's right. like, ultimately, like this, you know, the way it's set up isn't perfect. Like we know that. Mm-mm. Um and and it's like for some reason we we become this adult and we we start to play into that role that society right. has made like this is the role of the adult like this is what you do or and again exactly. like it translates into our jobs and stuff it's like mm-hmm. th- this is how this position is supposed to be done right. or whatever and oh yeah like what does he do you know what does she do and it's like they it's like that's just such a normal thing for people to think they know a person by just asking them what their career is, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think I'm so, uh, no, I'm not adverse to identifying, but it's just like, Hey, that doesn't define me as a person. This is just something that I enjoy doing. I love, and I love to learn about and, um, but that doesn't make me who I am, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. don't, don't like judge me as a person for like, what I chose to do for my career. Like everyone's a lot, a lot, a lot deeper and more complex than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, uh, but I mean, you know, that's awesome that you were able to kind of, a lot of people, again, like they, they know these things and they, they know it doesn't feel right. Uh, and yet they just Uh go with it, you know, like they're just still stuck in it. And so like, Hell yeah to you, like it's that you hard. were able to you were able to break free from from that and like realize these things, make that move Thanks. and and just basically like just creating your own You're thing. Right. And, and what's funny, what's funny is that it was an expensive experience, but I did it. <laughs> and I've been there too. Like I, I feel All like the I, way back and forth. Yeah, exactly. I've done it like three times already. And it, it's so tough because you, you do miss your family and you want to be there with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think yeah. about all the all the moments you're you're missing out on and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, it's it's just you're not supposed to be there right now. Like, right, you need to, exactly. This is your journey. Like, you need to. Mm-hmm. You're on this path right now. Like that'll right. come later. Um, but, right. Uh, 
not everything has to happen right now, you know, and it's yeah. a process and it's being patient with the process. And I feel just with how everything is now set up technology wise, we're just expected to have everything now, now, now. But if you really want to do something, I mean, it's going to take time to build, to have, you know, ideas flowing. It's not going it, it may take many years and you can just, it's learning to be okay with that. And when I'm kind of sucked into that world, man, like I would say I'm pretty good at being, you know, shifting when I'm in a space of like going down that bunny hole of, uh, Instagram, social media, just like needing that instant gratification. If I'm having a hard time with that, I can't even imagine what other people are having. <laughs> Cause I would say that I've done, I've tried to do a good amount of work with myself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, wow, like they've really encased a lot of people to, it's going to, it's very hard to get out of that, that bubble, you know? And that's why yeah. like when you, yeah, it's hard not to detach, right? How can you be in but out at the same time? Kind of hard, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's something that, uh, you know, myself, I'm working on every single day. It's like just balance. Yep. It's a balance. And what's funny is, and this is something I, I try to tell people too, is like, uh, or I posted this a while back. It was like, uh, create more than you consume, especially when mm -hmm. it comes to like social media and stuff, right? Like right. if you're using it to maybe promote your business, like that should be your ultimate intention behind it. And then obviously like you can indulge in it every once in a while, you know, but it's like, again, it's, oh, balanced. Yeah. it's totally, totally balanced. Um, and then one thing I, I did want to say too, is, uh, just for, for anyone listening is like, if what's funny is like people that are stuck in mm -hmm. doing these, these jobs that the way society has established them to be done and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah they're like fitting the cookie cutter model or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's funny because a lot of, uh, a lot of new, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, a lot of new technology and a lot of new, like, companies a lot of them become successful because they're so outside of the box right you know and yet we see that so but true. we but we don't we don't apply it to our own our own personal uh, yeah. goals or our own life you know like we just kind of get stuck into this this cookie cutter model and it's like yeah it's the people that are doing things different are the ones that are like that stick out you know and that, that end up right with enough work and dedication consistency they become successful yeah um, so yeah it's just like another another thing to get motivated is like it's okay to be different mm -hmm. and ultimately if you stick the thing is sticking with it right like <laughs> yeah like whatever you envision your practice to be like you need to stick with it and right. it will you know come to it fruition and it will that, be successful right exactly you know it'll come i mean if you if you fully believe in what your vision is, then the right people are going to show up through your door, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I would say that for the highly successful people who thought outside of the box, you know, they, they just silenced all the noise around them and just did what they felt is true to themselves. And they just kept going and ran with it, you know? And I think that is 
really empowering, but at the same time, not to say it's not realistic, but like people that, you know, obviously have like financial stuff and that's why they're still sticking with the, their like mundane or jobs that they don't really want to do, you know, to kind of just to get out, right. It's all energy, right. If you want to kind of shift out of that, just start, start diving into hobbies that you really like, you know, and then who's to say that like later down the road, that doesn't become something that you find you enjoy to do as a career. But again, Mm -hmm. like your career doesn't define you as a person. It's just one aspect of your life. Like you can still have fun while having, you can still do other things. Right. So don't just be like, Oh, all or nothing. Right. Just kind of ease into it. You know, if you are in that, in that space where you're like, I hate my job, I hate my job. Well, maybe you can try to change perspective somehow by, um, hyper-focusing on things that you may like about your job, you know, and then getting a hobby or diving into something that you don't know if you like or not. And just to, to try for fun and go towards that energy in like what that feels like. And then just keep going with it. And who knows what's going to happen in X amount of time. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to try something. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like do something else. If you're not happy, yes, right. you need that job to provide for your family. Uh, but if you're not happy, you still like, you can make time to do other yeah. things that make you right. happy. You don't have to sit around your phone and just, you know, be in misery (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) like just try something else right Mm -hmm. yeah hell yeah that was this is such a good podcast yeah this was Uh, so fun thanks for having me it touched a (laughs) bunch of different topics totally Uh, but yeah we're coming up to we we even went over time a little bit did we really a little bit a a fun conversation yeah it was it was good it was good yeah um real quick before we end it what you know, how can people, first of all, see your art? Okay. Uh, Cause that's awesome. Uh, so you can see it on my website and it is, um, dremeline.com. So dremeline.com. Okay. Awesome. And then what about, uh, if, you know, if anyone has any questions or want to reach out to you? Yeah. You uh, can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm at dr.emeline.com. Yeah, sorry, just at dr.emeline, <laughs> not .com. dr.emeline. And Emeline, uh-huh. I'll, you know, obviously I'll put it in the description how to spell yeah. that stuff. Um, well, hell yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope that that was, you know, sufficient. <laughs> no, it was freaking awesome. It was awesome. a lot of fun for me. I had a lot of fun and I'm so happy that Sky, you know, she was interested too. She was silent the whole time. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Mike. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys, um, hope you enjoyed the show and I'll see y'all later. Thank you. Bye. If you listen to this thing all the way through, you're the shit and I love you. So thank you so much. Um, By this point, I'm pretty sure you're probably subscribed. If not, you can do that now. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you at the next one.